Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you would be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Praise be to God. What a joy it is for me again uh, to come to your home and to share God's word together with you from here, from the city of Prague in the Czech Republic. This is Pastor Festus Nsoha of the Overseas Churches in Czech Republic, welcoming you today to Arise and Shine. Yes, really arise and shine today. Hallelujah. Let's pray together, please. Father, we thank you for the privilege and the honor and joy we have again to meet together and to share your word together. I pray for your anointing upon us and upon this broadcast and upon everyone watching. Speak to every heart, O oh Lord, in a special way today. And we thank you because our enemy, the devil, is bound. In Jesus' name, let your light shine, Lord, today in our hearts and minds. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, friend, I want to take you to the midst to the uh, book of Luke, chapter 15. And from verse 1, it says, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners, for to hear him. I believe we are in the season and time. We are many publicans and sinners, many unbelieving people, will begin to uh, see the hopelessness in the world and the uh, fear that is everywhere. And they will begin to hunger and desire to have an access to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, to hear the Lord. Here was publicans and sinners desiring to hear the Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe that this is a time where you and I as believers should not you know, write some people off or they will never be saved. They were not going to be born again. That man is so hard. That woman is so stubborn. She will never listen. Oh, my sister, she is so, she resists the gospel. I don't think she will ever be saved. The time has come for you and I to think differently. God is dealing with the heart of every man, woman, and boy and girl on earth. The Holy Ghost is at work on earth today. The Lord is working mightily. So this may be a time where you and I, again, as believers, should really give the sinners, the unbelievers among us, a second chance to hear the gospel. You might think they will never believe, they will never hear. No, no, no. Let's believe God that this is the hour where there is a, a great hunger in the hearts of many because people think, people see, people understand, they know that uh, this world is going to nowhere. So, but they are trying to really understand what is the, what, what else do we run to? And you and I as believers must, in this hour and time, lift up the banner of Christ. Lift up the name of Jesus Christ to show the unbelieving world that there's a way out of the present world crisis. So these people here, they began to desire to hear the Lord. Maybe in the beginning, no, but along the way, they became open and willing to hear him. And verse 2 said, And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. When the, when the sinners and publicans, these were in public, uh, in public office like tax collectors, they were all called sinners because they all make money out of their whole governmental dealings. You know? so, and these so-called self-righteous Pharisees and the scribes, 
these are the, those who write and interpret the law. And these were more moral people, religious, religious morality for sure. When the sinners were now ready to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, do you know where they had the problem from? They had a problem from religious moralists. We are in that time where we have to be open to receive people with tattoos, with earrings, with whatever kind of way of dressing the dress and however they look. We should be open and willing to receive them because the hour is coming when they become more hungry for God. But for those who are in the church, the deacons and the deaconesses, somebody called the, 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 the deacon-possessed churches, when some of those kind of people begin to come to their clean, nice, well-furnished pews, they may say, oh, we don't want these kind of people with tattoos here, kind of boots and cowboy hats and, uh, you know, looking, you know, on, on manicured. So the, some of these religious Pharisees may begin to resist the pastor or the preacher who is willing to give these uh, people that doesn't really look like religious people a chance if they come to church to receive them with love, to give them a chance to hear the gospel. So when these sinners and publicans were now hungry to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, the people who stood up against that were the religious moralists, those who think they were holier than everybody else, the Pharisees and the scribes. And I pray that you and I don't make the same mistake in these last days because I believe that many people we thought could never ever think about God or ever, ever come to church. God might begin to bring them now with their long beards and long hairs and earrings and nose rings and tattoos in their heads that you say, oh God, what are these people coming to do in church? They are hungry for the Lord. They are thirsty. They have tried marijuana. They have tried cocaine. They have tried uh, all kinds of perverted sexuality. They have tried money. They have tried politics. They have tried religion. It didn't help them. They are now hungry for the truth. So we must be willing to give them a chance to receive them in love. They may not change overnight. They may not stop wearing the strange dress overnight. They may not stop wearing the earrings overnight or the long hair overnight. But as, the, as the, we give them a chance, love them as they are, welcome them as they are, and begin to show them the love of Christ and teach them who Jesus Christ is. We shouldn't teach them our church or our dogmas and doctrines. We should show them who Jesus is. When they come to know Jesus, when they come to experience his love, his power, his grace, his ability to change people's lives, they will abandon their old ways by the power of the Holy Spirit. So here we are, publicans and sinners coming to hear him. Resistance from who? From the moralist, from the religious moralist. And they said, this man received sinners and eateth with them. Think about that. That our Lord Jesus Christ would go to a home of a Pharisee, of a, of a, of a publican, people like Matthew, the tax collector, or Zacchaeus, before they were even really converted. All they showed was a degree of uh, desire to see Jesus. And he would say, Zacchaeus, come down today. I will eat in your home. There are people you have to go to first before they come to you. You have to go to them first before they come to you, before they come to the church. So we have to understand that God is working and dealing with the hearts of many people today. We should be open and ready and willing to receive anyone 
that comes our way, no matter how they look like, with time, we're showing them love, they're going to change. Okay? And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? Wow! You Pharisees, you moralists, you perfect people, which of you here would have 100 sheep, and out of the 100, just one disappeared, get lost, thrown away by some other things, does not leave the 99 in the sheepfold and go after that very one sheep that was lost? Until he f and, and look for it until he find it. I believe we are not very time and season where we as a church, as believers, should make room and make time to try to reach out to those who have left the sheepfold for any reason at all. 100 and somehow one just somehow got offended, got discouraged, got tired, got tempted got pulled away on a different direction by a reason, by a thought, by a, whatever it is, that law, that one sheep out of the sheepfold. The Lord Jesus Christ is a master in looking for lost sheep. The sheep, it was a sheep, it wasn't a goat. That means it was a person who was already converted, already who is a believer, whom the Lord already was his shepherd. But somehow along the way, he disappeared. It's gone for any reason at all. And so the Lord's talking about here one sheep getting lost, leaving the sheepfold to somewhere else, to something else. And the Lord said here, would not leave the 99 in the sheepfold and go after that very one that was lost. And we as pastors and preachers and Christians and believers, the Lord requires us to do the same thing. To look around us. Is there anyone that has been offended? Anyone that has been hurt? Anyone that has been discouraged? Or for any reason at all, somehow left the sheepfold, drawn away by their own sins or lost or misunderstanding or whatever or some argument, something that came up in church and they're gone. We have to go after that sheep. It's not a goat, it's a sheep. Okay? And he said, and when he had found it, he laid it out on his shoulder, rejoicing. When he cometh home, he called together his friends and never saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Hallelujah. And he says in verse 7, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven, over one sinner that repented more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance. So this is in twofold. Number one, a lost sinner. A person who was never born again, never saved, never a child of God. You can be watching me today. You can even be somebody who is a religious, who has been brought up in the church, who know all about church, but you have never genuinely given your heart to Jesus Christ. The essence of sin is getting lost. 
Sin is not necessarily doing a bad thing. Sin is somebody going on his own way. In fact, there in the book of Isaiah 53, it talks about that all we like sheep have gone astray, and the Lord had laid on Jesus Christ, his son, the iniquity of us all. And in Isaiah 53, it says these words in verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. Gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's what a sin is. Sin is not even you rejecting God or not believing in God. No. You can believe in God. You can even say that God is good. You can even be a, a believer, so to speak, or a Christian, but you are still walking in your own way. You are following your own thoughts, your own imaginations, your own words, your own fantasies, your own desires. You are not actually following the Lord. When the Lord came here on earth, the first message he preached was to the, was to the she fishermen. He said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So all of us, you and I, we were all lost. It's not that we are lost in uh, alcohol or in gambling or smoking or drinking or any kind of evil, you know, terrible things for sure. Many of us we were like that. But that's not the main thing of being lost. We are lost because we have turned out of the way. We've, this is God's way, we turn this way. This is God's way, we turn that way. We've left the way. We've left the part. We've left the plan God has for our life. We have turned out of the way. All of us turn out of our own way. Now, when you are going on your own way, you can be a nice person. You can be kind. You can be good. You can even be a religious person. You can do all kinds of good things, but only you are walking in your own way. You are not following the way of the Lord. As long as you are not in that way, the Lord said, I'm the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So if you're not walking in that way of the Lord, if you're not following the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, in your mind, in your word, in your thought, in your desires, in your plan, he is not actually your day-to-day -day shepherd. You are not being guided by his words not guided by his own thoughts, not led by his own spirits, not following his own teachings and doctrines, you are out of the way. It will shock you how many so-called Christians are out of the way. Because to the average Christian, we think, the moment I have believed in Jesus Christ, I give my heart to him as we know it, I'm baptized, I am in the church, I go to church once in a while or I go to church, I pray, but have never tried to seek out to know the mind of God, the thought of God, the plan of God, the will of God in some particular things in our lives. Not willing to actually follow his own teachings and instructions and doctrines. And we are out of the way. And, and that's the essence of sin, this being out of the way. Now, where you are today, you might have never have given your heart to Jesus Christ. But that means you are totally out of the way. And, and in fact, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, in the New Testament, and um, this is what it says. said, And you had he made alive again, who were dead in trespasses and sins, 
wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, that is the devil, the spirit that now walketh in the children of what? Of disobedience. Among whom also we all heard our lifestyle in times past in the loss of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we are by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, he has loved us, even when we are dead in his sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. Now look at that words there. We, in the times past, before we became Christians, before we became believers, the Bible says here, we followed, we walked, we were ordered and influenced and directed and motivated and driven by the ways of this world, which we are basically following the prince of the power of the air. Who is that? Satan, Lucifer, demons, evil spirits. Nobody on this earth is independent. No, no one man is independent. It is either you are following the way, walking in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ, or you are walking in the way of the prince of the power of the air, which is the Satan himself. Think about it. So we can believe God with our heart, but in our normal daily life, we are basically still in, just still fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Our own mind, our own flesh, our own desires, our own emotions, our own words, our own thoughts, our own ideas, our own fantasies. We believe in God, but we don't follow him. And so when that happens, we are really out of the way. Many times we, we as believers get into a real problem in our lives and we begin to ask God, why? But I'm a believer. I go to church. I pray. I'm active in church. Why does all these things happen to me? Many times when we are out of the way, we get hurt. We get wounded. We get crushed. Something happened to us because we are what? Disconnected from the way of the Lord. When we are disconnected, then we become what? Disorganized. When we are disorganized for a long time, we become destroyed by the devil. Disconnected. Disorganized, destroyed by the devil. So we have to return back to that way of the Lord and follow the Lord again. Hallelujah. This can happen to you even as a believer. And we have to try to know, have I missed the Lord somewhere? But for you, who is not even a believer at all, this is the day of salvation. This is your hour to say, Jesus I want to walk in your footsteps. I want you to come into my heart and save my soul. And for those of you who are already a believer, you've believed in Jesus Christ, but you have not really walked in his footsteps. You are still following your own desires, your own thoughts, your own flesh, your own mind. The Bible said, do not follow your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your part. Proverbs chapter 3. You know, so it is very important in these last days that you and I walk circumspectly in the footsteps of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, follow me and I will make you what you ought to be. Now, here we talk about this, the, the, this uh, one sheep in the midst of a hundred. Now, I wish today that there can only be, you know, uh, uh, 99 to 1. 
but sometimes it's like it's opposite. And so here we see that this sheep was in the sheepfold. And what happened? Whatever happened, that sheep might have gotten hurt by some other sheep. Maybe somebody gossiped him. Somebody hurt him. Something happened in the church. Pastor did something. He heard about something. He sensed something. He was suspecting something. He doubted something. And somehow he allowed himself to be what? Offended, discouraged, and then what? Disconnected. The devil come to church fishing to pull sheep out of the sheepfold. And when you allow your heart or your mind to become offended, disconnected, out of the sheepfold, you will go astray. Some people today, they are believers, but they don't belong to any church. They don't have any pastor. They are not a part of any sheepfold. And they think, I'm, I'm with the Lord. The Lord is with me. I pray at home. I watch online. I have Christian television. I don't need any church. I don't need any pastor. I can send my offering and tithe any way I want to. I, am, I have my own way. I have my own way of saying things. That's it. The Bible says here, all of us have gone on our own what? Way. The next thing I want to say, I have my own way. Be careful because your way is not the way of the Lord. In fact, the Lord said, as the heaven is above the earth, so are my ways above your ways. Now, when this shepherd found that lost sheep and took him, took it on his own shoulder, where did he bring the sheep to? For sure, you know, he has to bring the sheep back to the sheepfold. So the Lord is after you. Maybe you're no more in church, no more praying. You don't think any church or any pastor is worthy of your presence. Maybe you just watch online. Now, I'm happy you watch me online or watch me on television, CNL, or other media outlets that we have. Watch. But that does not mean you should not be a part of a sheepfold. The Lord Jesus said, other sheep I have, which one of this sheepfold I will also bring. And there might be one shepherd and one sheepfold. When the Lord finds you, he doesn't leave you on your own. He brings you to a sheepfold. This is your hour and time and day, not to stay alone on your own, not to pray on your own, not to do all things on your own, just in your own way, in your own time. Your way is not the way of the Lord. When the Lord finds the lost sheep, he takes the sheep and brings the sheep back to the sheepfold. In fact, the only reason why we can say that the sheep was lost was because it wasn't in the sheepfold. Now, the sheep might be gone, and it's still somehow eating the same thing it is when it is in the sheepfold. Hearing the same thing it hears when it was in the sheepfold. But the, to the Lord, that sheep is lost. Why? Because it's not in the sheepfold. The Holy Ghost is crying today to you. Return back to the sheepfold. Maybe you have the right. You've been offended. You've been discouraged. You've heard something, you've sensed something, you've known something, you've been dealt with in a wrong way. Somebody has stepped on your toe and you get offended. And you say, well, they're all hypocrites. I don't want to go to any church anymore. I'm not going to be a part of any church. I will stay home. I will do my own thing. Now, your way is not the lost way. You, if the Lord Jesus Christ is your shepherd, you have to allow him to heal you, cleanse you, and bring you back to a sheepfold. Because if you stay outside a sheepfold to the Lord, you are what? You are the lost sheep. You are lost 
by offenses. Somebody has offended you. Somebody has hurt you. Somebody has wounded you. Something happened in the church. Some gossip, something, whatever it is, that have hurt you. And because of that, you decided not to be a part of any church anymore. The Lord sent me here today to tell you. He wants you back. He wants you healed. He wants you cleansed. He wants you to be able to find yourself again back in the sheepfold. Because the will of God for every sheep is to be a part of a sheepfold. Because we are in the last days. There are many voices out there. There are lying voices. There are deceiving voices. There are voices of demons and all kinds of false doctrines. All kinds of lying spirits that will deceive you. They will really deceive you. Maybe in the first few days or weeks, you feel, oh, since I left, since I'm not my part of any church, I'm so great. I'm so wonderful. I am now, I, I'm now my own, you know, my own pastor, my own God, my own church. It is never the will of God. We have to discern the lost body. We have to return back and be a part of the sheepfold. Return back to a sheepfold. The Bible says how good and how wonderful it is for brain to dwell together in harmony. It's like the oil of the anointing that is poured upon Aaron that runs down to his bears and even down to his garment. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. The, the Bible says, do not be like others who forsake the assembly of the brethren together. But the more you see the days approaching, the end days coming, exhort one another daily so that no one become what offended, discouraged, disappointed, frustrated, and abandoned the sheepfold. So it is very important. We are in the last days. The devil is attacking marriages. He's attacking families. He's attacking every human relationship on earth today. He's attacking the church, creating offenses, making many to be discouraged and abandon fellowship and just go on their own way. When you are disconnected, be careful. You may be dis 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 destroyed. Be very careful. It is time for you today to ask the Lord, Lord, here I am. I am willing to forgive and to be forgiven. I am willing to make peace and be reconciled. I don't want to stay on my own. I want to be a part of the sheepfold. Repent today and return back to the Lord and to the sheepfold and find your joy and strength in the communion of the saints. Return back to the sheepfold. The Holy Ghost sent to you today. If you humble yourself and return, he will restore to you every grace you've lost. You will find joy again in being in the midst of God's people. Hallelujah. Friend, um, I'm almost, my time is almost up here today. But as I, I wanted to really write us, call, and send your support today to keep us on air. See, this is how we, we stay on air, preaching God's word by the support of our friends and partners. Become a partner today. Write and call. And let's do this work of God together. This is Pastor Faisal Sinsoha from Oasis Church in Prague saying to you, Arise and shine. If you've been offended, be healed. If you've been hurt, be healed. And today, return back to the sheepfold and find your place again in the midst of people of God. You'll be glad you did because we're in the last days. The enemy is raging. Demons are walking over time. Return back. It is safer to be among the sheepfold than to be just there on your own. Don't allow yourself to be offended and exposed to all kinds of doctrines and dogmas and all kinds of garbage and trash out there. It is God's will that you return back to the sheepfold and be blessed and be a blessing in the midst of God's people. Be blessed. 
And may the Lord preserve you and keep you from being offended. From being Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost Anti-Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.